This is the story about... I want to do it too. Okay, one, two. This is Precious Lives. Stories about kids. Teens. Guns. Guns. Yeah, we end the violence. Bye-bye. Because, because we are precious. Because we are precious. This is Precious Lives. I'm Brad Lichtenstein, the executive producer of Precious Lives. On June 15th, the Precious Lives live show premiered at the Paps Theater. A sold-out audience listened as nine storytellers shared their experiences with gun violence and explored solutions. As our radio series is coming to a close at the end of the year, we are planning to do 25 scaled-down versions of the live show, followed by Q&A, in workplaces and organizations all across our city. This is how we plan to expand the conversation about gun violence and solutions. With a few of the shows already under our belts, most recently at Milwaukee's Rotary Club, I thought we'd catch up with a few of the storytellers and find out how it's going. I'm joined by Karee Pennebaker. Hello. And Damian Smith. Good morning. Welcome. I'm wondering, what's been your experience so far in terms of sharing your stories at the Precious Lives live shows? Um, I performed for a lot of years doing music. I friends of mine... Um, had music groups over the years, so I've performed in front of people before. So I'm used to being vulnerable to a degree, and I'm used to, uh, you know, you kind of put your your thoughts out there and your stuff out there for the world. And some people are going to like it, some people are not going to like it. But it was this was vulnerable in a different way. Mm-hmm. So it was very, very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, this is about a story my son. about your son. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, uh, and how a lot of people don't think about what happens on the, you know, the opposite side. The shooter side. On the shooter side. Yeah, there's a lot of damage, a lot of stuff that happens on that end. But my house hasn't been immune to the effects of gun violence. We sat him down. We had one of those earnest, real conversations with him. Look, son, we love you. We want to support you. But we know the things that you're doing, and now those things are coming to our front door. Things have to change. He looked at us and he said, My business is my business. Less than a week later, his actions sent a ripple effect throughout our family and another person's family forever. So although our son will be coming home one day, there's someone who lost life. There's a child who doesn't have a father. So in the end, I guess his business wasn't just his business. This is Karee. Um, so for me, I came into the gun violence prevention movement about three years ago. Um, I felt like I was the outsider. So while gun suicides uh, represent uh, about two-thirds of all the gun deaths in our country, uh, it is the one uh, segment of gun violence we almost refuse to talk about. My mother, Joyce, was severely depressed. But instead of having easy access to mental health care, she had easy access to a gun. I, I wish I, right. I was not a gun violence survivor. I wish I didn't have to talk about this. But yeah. the fact that I'm here and the fact that I have a, a community around me that makes me feel safe um, takes a, a, like, a, like a, a little bit of the sting away. Without Precious Lives, man, I didn't know how to tell a story. Wow. If you watch the way I talk before Precious Lives, mm-hmm. it's pure rage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can amp a crowd up like nobody else can, but it's anger. I couldn't tell a story. Wow. But now I'm, I, I probably still can't tell a story without Michelle coming in and helping me craft it. But Michelle Lopez Rios, yeah. our director. Um, yeah. But 
it this has helped change my life, right? It, it right. has helped me be able to, to to talk about my story in a way that, um, regardless of the audience demographic, I can I can tell them something that they may not have thought about. The third show was a little different because the audience had switched. Are they with this, right? I mean, because this is a group of business people. I wasn't sure. This was at Rotary. At Rotary, yes. So I wasn't sure are they they with me or not. But after I got through like the first 30 seconds, I'm like, you know what? This is is just me. I'm just going to talk the way that I talk and tell my story. And, you know, hopefully that there's someone in this room, especially with business people who struggle with mental illness, just like poor folks do may be thinking, hey, I don't want to do the same thing to my children that this young man's mom did to him. What about you, Damien? What about the the different experiences you've had so far? Uh, the rotary crowd, similar, I think, to how you feel. I couldn't read them 100%. Right, right. And so um, in performing, you kind of look for some people to engage with and see if people are nodding or if people are getting it or, or it's right. kind of resonating or sinking in. And I did see that. And then some uh, folks talked to me afterwards and said mm-hmm. that they had not even thought about right. what happens on the other side of the gun. They didn't even think about it. I mean, uh, first of all, we should say that it was a predominantly white audience. Right, right. Predominantly white kind of business, I'd say. And I think um, they weren't directly connected or could 100% relate to some of the things that I particularly was talking about. If I'm at uh, my own home, um, I don't have to sell you anything. And I'm going to sell in quotes. But if I'm visiting, if you invited me over to someone's home like I was invited to the Rotary, uh, then I have to, uh, you know, uh, uh show you who I am. I have this little short time mm-hmm. to kind of sell you on who I am in, in, to, in totality. So you got, you know, 10 minutes to learn who I am. In that other crowd, right. I don't have to explain anything. You know who I am. You know from where I come. You know my situation. You know 50 sons like my son. Mm. When you hear about all of this stuff, gun violence, gun violence, gun violence, right? You think about this bandit, bad guy, mm-hmm. scary person, right? right? And... This thug. Person, thug, and this person is evil, and this person, you know, did this thing or these things. Um, and what I don't have to sell to the other crowd is, you know, uh, this kid was warm and had a sense of humor and had, you know, different things going on. And within a six-month span, six of his paternal family members died, whether murdered or just died from natural causes. A lot was going on. I don't have to explain to mm-hmm. a, to to that familiar crowd the types of pitfalls and, and, and daily things that happen in a person's life kind of make them go one way, despite uh, your best intentions and in raising them and rearing them in the right home. The call of the street is, is, is very loud. This is, this is Karee. I think uh, it's important that as many people that can see the faces of gun violence, the, the more we get in front of people, regardless of their background, their station in life, the better chance we have of addressing the problem. Gun violence knows no zip code. Uh, it surely doesn't know any industry either. I mean, just uh, a month or so ago, we had a, a white uh, state congressman uh, in Wisconsin commit suicide with a gun. Uh, we have more white men that commit suicide with guns than do black folks. Um, and so when, when you think about this, it's, it's you are delivering something. It's almost like, let me show my pain to you so you don't have to feel it. So if we can get people to be empathetic, and, and realize that we all have a part to play in this, that it's not we can't just leave it to our legislators. We need to have a, a, a communal investment in trying to reduce gun violence. And when you have such a rampant increase in the, the deadly epidemic of gun violence in Milwaukee and you have almost in some cases two sides against each other. 
those who want to expand gun rights and those who want to prevent gun violence. And in some ways, they're missing the point. They aren't looking at us. They're not looking at what we look like. It doesn't or shouldn't take a personal thing to happen to you personally or to your household personally to get involved. Mm -hmm. I was involved in this world anyway. How many more does it take? How many more young black boys do, do we, do we need th- that we need to have shot and killed in Milwaukee before someone who isn't shot and killed decides, hey, that cannot be my son? How many more Layla Petersons do we need before people decide, I've had enough of this, and I don't want this to happen to any more families, and I don't want it to happen to me, so I'm going to be proactive instead of reactive. 30 seconds can change a lot. So mm-hmm. maybe you saw us speak and now this young person who's going down the path that my son was going down thinks 30 more seconds. You right, know what? Right. Damn, what's the worst case scenario? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Let me not do this. Hey, let me out of the car, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm not right. doing this. Right. And that, that's, what it's really, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And what about with an audience, like a business audience at Rotary, people who might not be directly impacted by gun violence? What do you hope to accomplish with them? I think we help put a face, voice, life on these things. And this is maybe... Back again to, to the Rotary Club crowd. This is maybe your entry point. Maybe this story resonated and touched you to the point that, you know what, I'd like to do something. You know, earlier we were talking about affluent people, what part that they can play. Maybe that's that. Maybe this is their entry now. Mm-hmm. You know what, I don't really do community work, but what do you need? Well, Damien, Karee, thanks very much for being here. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having us. Precious Lives is produced by 371 Productions in association with WUWM, WNOV, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and the Wisconsin Center for Investigative Journalism. We're supported by the Isabel and Alfred Bader Fund and the Greater Milwaukee Foundation. Music by Kiran V. 